0: This is Jennifer Hale, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. And, um, I should go.
1: The tangents of Squeak continue all the way to episode 389 of the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Geek Girls... This one's for you. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's start off like a director for the virtual table and see who's joined us this week.
0: This is Brittany Babrio. This is Holly from
2: Wisconsin.
1: And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hopefully, Hi. everyone is. Doing well in this final week of September. How the hell did that happen? Uh- uh, no kidding. October Saturday. How is this? Why? What? I know.
2: I'm actually complaining. I love October, but <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, why? So, um this this is one of those uh, serendipitous things just happen to fall into place type of podcast episodes uh so we don't really have any news probably because we had a crap ton last week uh <laughs> it's feast or famine around here it seems to be mm-hmm. uh, we do have some feedback but we'll hold on to that until uh next week's episode uh so um but uh timing wise this worked out really really well um because we have a special guest this week um and i want to make sure (laughs) i get her title correctly as it's listed at least on the website uh she is the twitch content producer for geek girl con so welcome jennifer
3: yeah 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 Yeah, that's totally right it's a mouthful it's yeah i I was saying that repeatedly and at the end of the day i was like that's a lot
1: (laughs) twitch i do the twitch i make the things twitch uh i I was like i at
3: the end of the day i was like i help with twitch stuff
1: (laughs) yeah
2: that's all i could produce
1: (laughs) yeah so, uh a little bit of background on how <laughs> Jennifer ended up here. Um me being the doom scroller that I am, uh spend a lot of time on social media and nine times out of 10 it's just mindless scrolling, but every now and then I stumble across something. Um and I don't even re- remember where it was. It was probably Twitter or it could have been somewhere else, but I just I saw something somewhere <laughs> about this organization slash event called geek girl con and i'm like well that's just like <laughs> obvious how did i not know that some you know it's like that's such a name that i should have just googled like ages ago oh, uh, huh? <laughs> so of course i go looking um and find their website And um, obviously, the last few years, having in-person events, not ideal, Um, but (laughs) as of our recording this, they are finally going to have a Together event in early November in uh, Seattle. Um, So we wanted to make sure we got someone on here uh, from the organization that knows about the event to help promote it with a bit of time so that if people are like oh I could get to Seattle early November here you go here's your here's your your notification (laughs) so okay we're so
3: excited thank you for asking us to be on here this is super awesome like no this is such a privilege thank you thank you uh, yeah, it was so that you fell into the the internet hole and found us. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it happens every once in a while. I go down mm-hmm. rabbit holes and actually find something useful. Exactly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we found a rabbit. Yes. Yes. So the, the I, rabbit
0: that we wanted without the sharpie teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: You found a cuddly one. <laughs> yeah. There's there's no holy hand grenades needed around here. Uh yeah. <laughs> she gets the references oh this is gonna be Yay! fun uh,
4: <laughs>
1: well just based on her on your little bio on the website i was like yeah she you got some cred you you, you, you you i think you i think you come by your 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 fangirl geek girl card honestly yeah i'm pretty
3: much i i could i was really excited when i was like going through the instagram and just, you know, because whenever you're, I, I'm on Twitch, and, and I'll go on there, and I was describing, because my Emerald City, they were like, well, well, what do you do on Twitch? And I was like, well, I'm really just, like, been fussy, nicey, friend, that you know, Twitches, and they were like, what? And I was like, well, I move around a lot because I'm uncomfortable all the time, and, and I say weird things, that take me 10 minutes to jump over a hole in video games. <laughs> and I dye my hair a lot and I put on makeup and I like to do art. And they were like,
1: oh, okay. <laughs> and that's why we do a podcast and not Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> You do not want to see the types of things that I i know I get all get uh find myself doing because there's no mm-hmm. camera on me, <laughs> so, yeah, okay. and, and or facial
0: expressions. Oh
3: my god, yes, <laughs> this is why I don't go back and watch the Twitch. <laughs> I watch my friends, I don't watch myself, yeah. but uh, again, a, nice thing about Twitch. Yes, yes, it is,
4: yeah,
3: yes, and I also realize there's a lot more rules on Twitch i um, working with Twitch that I didn't realize. So I'm glad that we always had a Twitch team to back up because I also end up breaking some of those rules sometimes.
4: So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so
3: I have people that are like, you can't do that. So I'm like, thank you. Yeah. So it's, it's been good. <laughs> but uh, Gay Girl Con is coming November 5th. Uh, the con actually started back as an idea in 2010. And so this would be year, I think. And then, of course, during the pandemic, we didn't do anything. Uh, We did try Twitch uh, online last year, and that was my first year. I know my second year on Big Girl because I joined during the pandemic. So it's pretty cool that a lot of the people I've been working with the last couple of years, I get to meet in person this year. And it doesn't feel weird at all, because we've been working so much together to bring this and make it all happen in person that I feel like I know everybody.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but I'm really excited. So, Geek uh, Girl Go On is a nonprofit, and we're basically just here to welcome all geeks of all forms. Just everyone that just feels like they just, you know, are kind of shoved out by the limelight or pushed down or just underrepresented groups, you know, in science, technology,
4: mm-hmm. art, literature,
3: everything. And we're here to say we want to give you a big hug or no touchies, just a high air five, and just want you to wreck yourself and give us ideas and talk and show us who you are. We're here to listen and see you.
1: Yeah, I was uh, the little hit origin story on the website about how this, this kind of fermented <laughs> blossomed we'll go with that um the fermenting could be (laughs) uh uh blossomed kind of out of a panel from what we call fandom christmas san diego comic Con, (laughs) all the way back in, in 2010 um which geek girls exist which totally i recognize because when i did chicago tardis in 2013 um uh one of the panels i did was um fangirls are real fans too so it's like even from 2010 to 2013 there were enough people (laughs) in you know the, the the kind of geek community that thought that this was a topic worthy of having a panel about
3: oh yeah and there still are when i well you know we had a booth at Emerald City Comic Con and it was just to give information about the girl con and you know have sign ups and tell them about our con and the amount of young fresh faces that were coming out like tell us about it and who we were like yeah like you could totally be a meteorologist and have makeup on and you could be a sea scientist you know and they were just so Like you could be a geek and it'd be okay, and I was like, yes, yes, you can. Like there were still so many people who are out there saying like it's okay to be female or femme or be who you are and be a geek, and it was amazing that they still needed to justify that Mm -hmm. and faith in it, and it and it blows my mind that it's still something that we we almost have to always fight for. Like it's okay, but it really is okay. (laughs) Like we shouldn't have to fight or even have this massive amount of like, it's just okay to be human. And, I, and I'm glad that Geek Girl Con has that recognition in Seattle where people will see us. and be like, hey, like we love your con and we felt safe there and we loved coming to it. I'm like, great, it's coming back, come back, feel safe. You know, get stickers, get feel great in cosplay and, and, you know, come watch our science zone and maybe we'll have a and <laughs> come play games and not feel
0: judged. And- <laughs>
3: i just want that i
1: wouldn't of- want that
0: but hey you know more power too <laughs> yeah, rachel has a thing for,
1: he- for arachnids yeah okay. yeah yeah no. not i'm, a, I'm, I'm not getting the i'm list. getting ready to start a, a new D D campaign with a bunch of friends and our d and our dm even today was like how do people feel about bugs and spiders and, I, oh, no. and i'm like no <laughs> Considering our first
0: go around with you going down the well with me trailing Those behind snakes you. Though.
1: I was okay yeah, with that. Yeah, but still creepy crawling. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I'm, much, I I'm much better off with no legs than a bunch of legs.
0: <laughs> These
3: Coast have spider season because when I, I moved to Seattle from uh, Texas and, and Texas is just like Australia all the time.
1: Everything so wants to kill you
3: right everything and big it's, pretty, it's, <laughs> it's awful and, and I go to the west coast it's lovely and it's paradise and it's amazing and I'm like wow I just feel so loved and it just everything so much better and then there comes the season where all the things come out and luckily nothing can poison you like in Texas but it's called spider season <laughs> <laughs> I get later and they're everywhere and it comes out during fall which is like also one of the prettiest do you guys have spider season
4: no
1: <laughs> i live in the i live in the midwest so oh, okay now it's starting yeah i would say because now it's getting okay. to the point where like at nighttime it's it's getting cool we're not mm-hmm. quite cold yet but we're getting cool so the bug population's dying off yeah so mm. He might have a couple creepy crawlies trying to sneak in to get warmth. <laughs> yeah. It also has someone on, on the, the deep second deepening. floor. <laughs> yeah. And we get that
2: they're
3: huge tires. Like I said, they're not poisonous, like
1: they're oh. huge. Oh, remind I me never yeah. visit Seattle yeah, during that time of year.
3: You're not visit yeah, unfortunately it's like of course during the might like, the most beautiful time during the fall. Just don't go in the basement, but they're
4: they everywhere. They're just Ugh.
3: huge, huge spiders. <laughs> but now I know. I'm just forewarned. Don't have. And then I think they happen in spring too. It's like twice. And I was reading an article about it, and and it was just an unsettling article because it said you think that the spiders come into your home when it's spider season, but actually they were there the whole time,
4: Ugh. and I, it
3: just was like that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> 'Cause they're
1: huge and they're everywhere. But anyway. <laughs> and all of our listeners now are probably completely freaked out. Or maybe that's just me. <laughs> uh can't Sorry, speak for listeners. all of us. <laughs> um, anyway, that's to geeks. Um a much better topic. Um Yeah, no, I I obviously I I had to send an email to whoever was gonna be at the other end of the the email address that i ended up messaging um and was like okay we're so overlapped we almost might be a circle (laughs) (laughs) as at least as far as like our ideals and goals um uh because this is this is not something that we're actively promoting quite yet it's like if people go to our website they'll see it And i've talked about it to, to people um in some other places um but you know you guys are a, a, a not-for-profit and we have also started our own not-for-profit um and the it's nice to know that the i the initial impetus of the idea that i had that we kind of gone and ran with for kind of our big goal mantra whatever you want to call it is very it, it's it's comforting to know that other people realize that there is something that needs focus on yeah but also at the same time, it's kind of upsetting that that there that that multiple people realize there is a problem, but nobody's actually fixing it. Yet. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like,
3: where exactly do we fix it? You know, because where exactly does it? you know, Marvel is huge, right? So you mm-hmm. you would think that that would fix it. Um, granted. I will admit I am only an X-Men fan up until like the late 90s and then after that <laughs> I'm more of a DC fan but I you know I thought Marvel movies once they started getting all big and I like doing all this you know extra scenes and, and everyone started mm-hmm. you know they started getting the big names but it would become like a football thing and everybody was like oh it's so okay to be a DC you know it's you know, and it would become like a football franchise and everybody would, and it would just, and it would accept everybody no matter what, you know, no matter your origin, no matter what what you are. And mm. it still seemed to create a divide somehow. And I, and at that point, I'm wondering, is it so much that it's something that we can fake product or is it something that we just need to fix psychologically in the human mind at this point and it's so how do we do that
4: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. how do you fix like masses of people who mentally honestly and I know that might sound blunt but like how do you fix a pro- like mass of years of just psychological training of thinking that one thing is just not
4: cool
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and the thing is, is if you look at what numbers there are out there, you know, because I love doing research um <laughs> of all types. <laughs> uh so uh you know, I've uh you know, since I originally since we originally had this idea for the you know the not-for-profit, obviously I needed to do the research and how the hell do you start a not-for-profit in the first place. Uh, but also trying to see what kind of research is out there uh, what kind of data is out there to support the hypothesis that we're kind of running with Um, and there is because we live in a capitalist society and money talks and therefore Mm -hmm. a lot of the data out there is kind of market research but you know, if that's where we gotta start, that's where we gotta start.
4: Because mm-hmm.
1: money does talk, and the numbers show that women and uh or you know females who consider themselves geeks, nerds, whatever label you want to to use. I prefer nerd myself. Uh, I call myself I'm a self labeled professional nerd. Uh, so um, and yeah, uh-huh. you know, so I've I've read multiple books and you know found articles and stuff on the internet. If anybody wants to know where I'm getting some of this stuff, please send a message. Um, but um, it's been found. That um in, you know, just take comic books. You know, we're talking about Marvel DC, not just the movies, but just comic books. Yeah. If you ever watch like the Big Bang Theory and like the first time Penny ever walked into the local comic book shop and all the boys there were like, what is a girl? Uh you know, know yeah.
4: it, it's it's
1: it, you know even when i walk into my local comic book shop first i, I kind of have a moment there where i'm like am i supposed to be here but it's like you know what <laughs> i've got money to spend mm-hmm. my dollar is just as good as as anyone else's darn too. Um, no, i deserve to be here <laughs> exactly so you know you guys
3: my collection of X Men comics including baby yeah. x-men <laughs>
1: nice um yeah you know, th- this this data is a little old it's from 2013 which you know, certainly that's almost a decade ago just uh, break my brain um but according to a comiXology survey which comiXology one of the largest online comic resources that you can get digital. Um, comics that way but still you know (laughs) as as everyone knows around here we do not we will not judge how you read anything whether it's comics whether it's graphic novels where it's full-on novels whether you're doing digital whether you're doing actual physical whether you're doing an audiobook as long as you're reading something we're we're totally cool with that (laughs) um but uh a comicsology survey um (laughs) Found that in the third quarter of 2013, 20% of its new customers at that time were females from the age range of 17 to 26. And females or young women aged 17 to 33 is one of the fastest growing buyer demographics of comics in general. So just that one market. Um you know to some to some people then be like, oh you know twenty percent that's not a whole lot, but when you look at just the overall demographics, (laughs) that's a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's a that's a decent foothold. Uh, I I don't
3: mean there's, I, I just want to say,
4: yeah. I, just,
3: I just have always not been very, um, like, naming gender types. Uh, but the one thing, too, that, oh, it's on top of that is um, I used to teach special education. And uh, one of the things, I was an English teacher. And I would always introduce the kids, especially teaching special education um English is teaching a lot of the ESL students uh through comic books and mm-hmm.
4: that's
3: not, especially yes. a lot of students that first you know were introduced to america uh English they are usually just you know sent into a room and you know, it it's not that they don't know how to read and and a lot of times the curriculum um and of course you guys uh this is about my personal opinions
4: this so uh
3: this is just from my personal experience teaching and uh, that the students in the curriculum at that time did not, uh, you know, were not very fair to the students that come from different countries. So they just, assumed they didn't know how to read. And it was very boring and very simple. And so a lot of times these comic books, graphic novels would teach, you know, would help these kids learn English. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. help them keep their dignity.
0: <laughs> yep. As someone in the education field who does work with ELL students, those Thank graphic you. novels have they been a them. lifesaver. Because yes. we could, if it's that the text main text is too hard, I'm just like, let's find you a graphic novel that exactly. covers what we need, and here, and they just love it,
4: Thank and you. it helps. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm.
3: It's such a passion of. Uh, well, my master's yep. dissertation was on that. And how we need mm-hmm. to rewrite the curriculum to not just so much be, you know, because when it was first written, like this curriculum in America, it was written to for white males,
4: mm-hmm. and it
3: hasn't changed much since. And mm-hmm. so, a lot of times, especially when we write things for STEMs and science, and and we think about these things that are geeky, quote unquote. And I I consider myself a geek or a nerd or whatever. I I know mm-hmm. I am. I, I love this stuff. I will eat it up. And it's like, no, like it, nobody really learns differently. Like people learn differently, but it doesn't matter your gender, how you learn.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And so why don't we create a curriculum that's more inclusive to everybody?
4: Yep. And
3: one of the things that I wrote in my dissertation was like, we should add more comments books, more graphic novels. We should have these things because it is nice to have a visual rep- uh, representation of the words to have an understanding of the emotion when you say these words, because that's what you're learning, really. Because when you read a book, you're connecting to the characters and you're connecting to their feelings and you're connecting to the words. You're not just trying to learn that it's the subject of the sentence of the, you know? Mm
4: -hmm. And
3: I feel like a lot of times these kids get this. Sorry. (laughs) I'll stop now.
4: But yes, <laughs> you might need to
3: edit that out later. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, no, you're
4: fine. No. <laughs> I heard a bunch of silence. I was like,
3: oh, no. No, Jen, I, I, I was nodding my head
0: in major agreement
1: with you, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <sighs> like, but, you yeah. just
1: can't. You just can't hear the rocks in our heads, right? You <laughs> know yes. rattling around. And we're all nod so, and So this silence is a good silence. Yes.
3: <laughs> that is, one of the things why I enjoy Geek Girl Con on the Twitch side is because there were so many like these things that people were thinking like, oh, like oh, we're gonna do, you know, we that. When you join Twitch and people, even I had this stigma like, oh, you want to play video games? Okay, you going to get you to play video games. And I was so scared because I don't know the technical things of video games, but I love playing video games. I stayed up from one o'clock last night playing Cozy Grove. Have you guys heard of Cozy Grove?
2: No. Yes, I've i actually, that's been on my list to play, but I've actually been um met deep in the early access of Disney Dreamlight. okay
3: (laughs) Okay. so it's it's so good i'm just gonna tell you a little bit about it real quick cozy grove you're like this little girl like scout and you're stranded on this island with cute little ghost bears and like cute little animals and you're trying to get their little happiness souls back and you can't forget a quest because like there's little arrows and stuff that help you and it's really relaxing and you build a fire that's like Housifer from house moving castle and you have to feed it little logs and then whenever you just forget what you're doing you can go and hug a bear and they're like oh you're the best little scout ever <laughs> and, they <give> you a <laughs> and you get like seashells and you can fish and then you turn in your quest and they get like a heart it's just the cutest game ever <laughs> But I play those games and little witchy games because I practice, um, because I'm part Native American, so I do my Native American craft. And so a lot of the games I play are like witchcraft or co-op Ninja Turtles <laughs> and things like that. So I, it was always a lot of like fun now to like, I think me and my, my, uh, Twitch manager played Teenage Meet Ninja Turtles 90 on our Twitch content night and we just laughed it through trying to play Ninja Turtles and it took us a little bit and it was a lot of fun and we just did nineties trivia the whole night which was awesome (laughs) yes because I thought I was the oldest one on the Twitch team but I'm not that made me feel (laughs) (laughs) better Because I also assumed everyone on there was way younger than me, and I was like, "I'm 38. I was born in 84." And they were like, "Oh, dude, we got this." Well, I was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Guys, I don't know about 90s trivia. Like, y'all are gonna do 1998. I don't know if I can do that." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
4: but
3: yeah, that's that's one of the positives of people have. Like, it's really all over the like awesome spectrum of just being relaxed. Who you are. We also do cooking food, like nurse food. And on the 5th of October, I'm, or I think it's the 4th, I think it's the 4th of October, I'm doing a DSA de los traditional. Like, we're going to make soul shaped food and talk about our loved ones.
4: Oh, so, nice. <laughs> Ooh, that's very nice.
3: You guys should join in. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks. laughs>
1: I'll definitely write it down. I'll see what happens.
3: <laughs> well, you can watch it later. You don't have to yes. it. I, I think the time difference makes it really late on your
1: side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although around here sometimes that doesn't mean diddly But anyway, uh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna change. My brother. Cake. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. My my brother's a, Twi- a Twitch streamer as well. So is his fiance, yeah. and both of them are like. Even in this time zone, it is late night <laughs> streaming. So oh,
4: okay. I, say,
1: I don't know how he does name? it.
4: but
3: I don't know uh, how some of them do it either. Like uh, the actual gamers. Cause I go to bed like it's
4: 10. Yeah. So
3: late yeah. night last night for me was one o'clock and I was like eating my chips and playing my game and hugging my bears. And I felt so old.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that.
1: <laughs> i totally hear that uh
3: oh. back in my vacation <laughs> yeah <laughs> tonight uh. play play and finish my carry practice up. And
1: awesome. <laughs> um yeah the uh, just the yeah you know, the fact that you guys have um not instead of just having the con and you're seeing other cons start to do this too um is try to build yeah i'm a huge proponent of going to conventions it's like the only time you will see me quote unquote being extroverted um other than if i'm at disney world and (laughs) when you get into the con bubble you start feeding off of the energy of the of those people the there's um oh i got like papers in front of me and um in felicia day's book uh, you're never weird on the internet
4: mm-hmm. uh, yeah and one
1: of awesome the things that, yeah, one of the things that i i wrote down cuz it stuck out at me with from her from her book is she says that early community taught me how wonderful it is to connect with like-minded people no matter mm-hmm. how lonely and isolated and starved for connection you are, there's always a possibility in the online world. You can find a place to be accepted or discover a friendship that started with the smallest of interests but could last a lifetime. And that's I've well, found that goes. to be very, yeah, very time. true. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. So
1: the and the fact that we've got the internet and all these different platforms, whether it's tiktok or facebook or twitch or discord or whatever that instead of once the convention is over and you have that post-con like drop <laughs> from being around by surrounded by your people for a weekend in most cases and going ah oh, you know i'm going oh but i miss you so much and i can't you know i have to wait till next con to see you now you don't have to lose that connection because I, you, can, you can utilize these these online platforms to keep the community
4: so connected beautiful.
1: yeah so yeah. that it, it stays strong
3: i love that no i do i actually really think that's amazing i i haven't really taken i love cons um i love cons so much i And I've never really made more connections at a con, just um, because the con, well, they have a strong community in Texas. There's a really strong community in Texas, and but the con here was my first con in Seattle, uh, this Emerald City, and the con was I felt was just a different vibe, which not to say was good or bad, but it was it was fun and and it was relaxed, and I felt really safe, and I actually made more connections here. And it was nice to have that social media, and I think it it was just stronger after a pandemic because you really didn't want to lose those Mm -hmm. connections because you never know what's gonna happen. Now I guess. Yeah. Um, No, I totally agree with you, and I feel like even even through the pandemic, like it was nice to have. Like I made stronger connections because I used to be very weird on the net (laughs) on the internet.
1: And that's awkward. why Felicia named her with that mm-hmm. <laughs> you were never weird on the internet <laughs> exactly I was so because I was sex
3: and I used to do PR for bands I I was you know I was more of the extrovert and like I loved going out in person and meeting people and then I was on the internet more and people like I just felt odd because I just thought I wasn't nerdy enough or I wasn't intelligent enough or I was not like I, I would just envy these people that had so much knowledge because they were so smart, and I loved doing research and reading. I just never felt up to par to all of these fabulous people that did so much amazing cosplay, and yeah, <laughs> I know it sounds so weird, but it was just one of those things. And now I'm finally comfortable enough in my own shoes, wearing just like Lucia Day says I'm. <laughs> I now have these great connections, and I love them. And I and I hope I never lose. And touch with some of my best friends from the internet now. And mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope I never lose touch with them or any of the connections I've made. And and yeah, I'm just so glad they're still there. Yeah,
1: I mean that's I mean that's literally how we started. Mm-hmm. Is is we connected via mm-hmm. Facebook, the Facebook page of another podcast that's a doctor oh. who podcast you know shout Please out shout to out our
3: who shout out There's to our brothers of to traveling who. the
1: vortex mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so as i as i like to say whatever sean comes on gold standard is we are the the sarah jane adventure spinoff of traveling the vortex yes. um yep. <laughs> so um wow. I love and uh story. yeah it, and we you know we'd be listening to this podcast and we, yeah, we'd send in feedback and we kept hearing the same names and we connect those with people's twitter handles and then their comments on the facebook page and then we'd facebook friend each other and it ended up snowballing into us you know h- hanging out online and realized that hey we've got a kind of a cool thing going here let's do a podcast and almost eight and a half years later and almost mm-hmm. 400 episodes later uh here, yeah, here we is- are and it's like yeah you know, it, and especially during the pandemic it's really funny because i had so many podcasting friends and when the pandemic started they were like oh my god how are we gonna do our show if we can't get together and people would ask how my shit you know this show was going i'm like it didn't affect us at all we've always done it over the internet <laughs> <laughs> yep. i can't wait to hear you guys when the new season comes
3: out i'm so excited yes i'm so excited to find other doctor. oh i love doctor who so much oh <laughs> yes i'm I- so excited to have Billy Piper, the night. doctor in the same building as i free home over emerald city it was just
4: so amazing, <sighs> so amazing.
3: <laughs> <sighs> i love this sarah jane like i love doctor who and in fact that's my um That's my happy, those are my happy episodes. So I have, uh, I'm a big advocate for mental health. I have um, anxiety and complex PTSD from sexual trauma. And so I 100% am a huge advocate for, um, you know, just always being able to talk about it in a safe place and all those things. Mm And so Dr. Who's that, those episodes are always, you know, I don't have a favorite doctor. I, well, I don't, I have favorite episodes and favorite moments with doctors because I could say I have a favorite doctor. I feel like it's so hard because they're the same one. But, um, I think nine was like the one that was the one I think I restarted with, like I started with. Pennant mm-hmm. is the one when I'm feeling like I need hope. And when I'm feeling goofy, I can watch Max Smith. And then when I'm yes. feeling bitter, I can put on Capaldi. and then i I haven't feel like where Jody fits in yet, but um, i I think that she's gonna be my fighter. I think that's where she's gonna go, but mm. yeah yeah, so I don't really have a favorite doctor, but I have them as like a mood spectrum. <laughs> Well, and yeah, now I need to know y'all's favorite,
1: if y'all have a favorite doctor or a favorite mood or a favorite, how do y'all, how do, y'all do that? Yeah, six is my favorite. Yeah? Yes. Explain. Yeah. Which, which makes me, <laughs> which I get a lot of funny looks from people when they hear that. Why? Because uh, <laughs> the sixth doctor is not very popular. Uh, yeah. So I I like six <laughs> not for lack of trying but yeah. Eight, <laughs>
0: eight's my go to. <laughs> Even though he's had one movie, the audiobooks are just awesome. Yeah. Me,
2: yeah. the third doctor is mine. Oh. Which one? The third doctor. Third.
1: Yeah, and if Chrissy was here, she, she would say the fifth.
4: So, yeah,
3: <laughs> I like that they're all early doctors. Awesome. Wait, why isn't the sixth doctor popular? I
1: don't understand. I don't get it. So it's hard for me to explain why other people don't like him. <laughs> so, well, his treatment a of Perry wasn't yeah. the best, though we could chalk that up to regeneration
0: sickness.
1: Yeah. I mean, he um, did try to strangle his companion right after regenerating. So he didn't necessarily start off on the best foot for a lot of people. And there was a, there was a the scripts for not necessarily the best because there were issues behind the scenes with uh, the Turner, who was the oh, yeah. who was the showrunner at the time he was a the yeah. the jerk so well, <laughs> I, somewhat family friendly <laughs>
3: okay, after, now that i'm on vacation because i watched them all when i first when i re, when i first started with ecclesine and then i rewatched them again and then i watched the animated ones and then i have like you know when you nerd out you nerd out hard and mm-hmm. um and I was not decades with Doctor Who and so yeah like I never like when he strangled his companion I didn't think of it as like oh he's the mad doctor I just thought like oh whoa like I wonder why he did that some people are just hard on the doctor you know I felt like they were really too hard on Jodie too like when mm-hmm. that experience, I also thought they were too hard on Jodie because she was a female I'm yeah,
1: what story! Sure. But yeah. he did amazing. I felt like, yeah, I, I mean, I've, we're, and the, the, I think the, the guys at the uh, in the Vortex are the, we're all kind of the same mindset that really any who is good who because it's better no who. Uh, exactly. so. yeah. Uh, yeah. You can always you can always find something good uh, and enjoyable from every uh, doctor maybe not necessarily every single story but every doctor has got something that you can find positive out of out of them so
3: what is your favorite doctor
4: top three doctor
2: who
1: stories in general or of 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 my specific doctor (laughs) <laughs> Justin, well whatever helps you narrow it down yeah I say my absolute favorite story of all time regardless of doctor is the 50th anniversary special
4: okay the doctor good, i can watch that face.
1: over and over and over and over so um but two of my absolute other favorite stories of all time are six doctor and it's uh the mark of the ronnie mm. where we good. get good one the the ronnie who is really they need to bring back to new because she's yes. such a good villain yes uh, no offense to the to, to the master especially sasha dewan's master he's been brilliant but yep. dagnabbit give me the ronnie um mm-hmm. and you got the ronnie and the master together in one story which is fabulous um <laughs> uh-huh. and then the two doctors because i'm always a sucker for a multi-doctor story <laughs> and it's the yep. sixth and second doctor together yes. oh so. yes mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Um my three um partners in crime yes, inter- introduction of Donna for the second time.
3: Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I love Donna. Mm-hmm.
0: Battlefield, Good. which is a seventh doctor and ace with the brig, but we get a little bit of the uh King Arthur legend tossed in. Yes, mm-hmm.
4: which yeah. is a good
0: episode, and then it's a sad one, but it's a good one. Vincent and the Doctor,
4: yes, that,
2: that was uh, one of my Vincent and the Doctor's. Mm-hmm. One of my
0: I have others, but those are kind of my quasi go to's.
2: Mm. Yeah. Um, so mine, uh um, I love the Aztec, the post doctor story. Oh, yes. And him
0: accidentally I getting engaged. Yeah, I was saying, just be careful <laughs> no. who you drink hot
1: chocolate with.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, that's actually another one of mine. I, I watch it even non fitness time, like a Fitness Carol.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then also, uh, um, oh, why am I drawing a blank on the name? Oh, blink. Yeah, blink.
4: Blink. <laughs>
3: Link is a good one. Link, I had to wait to watch a couple of times because I was like, oh my God, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those are all good okay, things. So what about you then? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes.
4: Oh, you asked man. us, we have to ask you.
0: <laughs> yes.
4: Oh. Ooh, okay.
3: So I, I will have to say, um, so I don't know the names of the episodes,
4: I uh, I will have
3: to say that most of them are probably Christmas episodes. So the one Christmas episode with the singing wells, where she where with the Marilyn Monroe, where he gets engaged. Um, that's one the
2: uh, Christmas. Yeah. that's the Christmas Carol one. Christmas
3: yeah, Carol, yep. The Christmas, yeah, the Christmas Carol one, just because that one is just so beautiful with the singing. Um, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh oh. The Peter Capaldi one It's also uh, a Christmas episode, but it's the one where they're at uh, I think it's called the Santa Claus or
1: something like where they're at the uh, snow base and the um, Oh, the one where uh, uh, what's his face, where, where Nick Frost plays Santa Claus? Yeah. Yes. yes.
4: Yes. Oh, that crap, what's the name go. of that one?
2: Um, mm.
3: I don't know. I'm looking it up right now because I can't remember yeah. the name it. I'm, really, I'm really bad with names of episodes, so I was like, I'm not going to remember the names of any of these yeah. episodes. Uh, but they always just have a special place in my heart. And then the, the other one is uh, the Wi-Fi one when first Matt Smith and um, Clara meet. Oh, the Bell of Saint
4: John. The Bell of mm-hmm. Saint
3: John. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Where is that episode? <sighs> but yeah, but the Christmas song with Peter Capaldi. And then the um, the Brain Dream Suckers are like
0: last that Christmas. One, which one? Yeah, what is last Christmas. Yeah. Last Christmas is the one okay. with uh, Santa
2: Claus. That's right. Yeah. Like that I really when so they really go. thinking the song. Yep.
3: It's so good. I just love how they just, like, it's so weird. But there are so many good ones for me. Like, I feel like there's so many. Um, I love the one with David Tennant and the clock. And, um, the clockwork, oh, girl um, in the
1: fireplace, girl in the yes, fireplace, so yep, girl
3: in the fireplace, yeah, and I didn't mm-hmm. actually realize that they were dating at that time, and,
0: they were, yep,
3: yep, ah, that was just so that one was so good, oh, it was so good, and then, um, man oh, he had so many touching moments, and the werewolf one of course, with the. The queen to
0: a thin cloth. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I really hope that.
2: Not so amused. I am. I love Midnight. Midnight's a good one. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and I'm a sucker for Unicorn and the Wasp, where he and Daniel yes. meet yeah, Agatha Christie. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do love some Agatha Christie because I have. You guys
2: seen any of
3: this
0: Marvel? I oh, bits and pieces here and there.
2: That's been one kind of those ones that like, I know about and I've been wanting to watch, but I haven't actually able to sit down and watch it yet.
3: If you guys ever, ever, ever get a chance, I highly recommend it. I take breaks here and there because I can, but whenever um, I do get a, a good vacation, I will sit and do uh, coursework or write because I'm trying to uh, do coursework on the side to do project management. But I will sit and watch Miss Marple, and she just is such a cheery little cheeky old woman. (laughs) She is amazing. And she will drink her little scotch, and she will solve murders, and she will tell the towns what she thinks of them, and it just brightens your day. (laughs) So I highly recommend a good Miss Marple anytime you're just like, well, well, (laughs) just want to put it on.
1: she is amazing <laughs> yeah no I've I've not watched those I still need to it's on my list I need to sit down and watch the newest mm-hmm. um uh what should it get the speaking of Agatha Christie with Kenneth Branagh as, as Poirot no Death on the Nile because I loved Murder on the Orient Express mm-hmm. so I, I just need to sit down and watch Uh, death on the nile and see if it (laughs) holds up just as well and i'm really looking forward Mm -hmm. to the the sequel to knives out as well so yes
0: i would like to see them try to do a remake of it and then there were none because that was one of my favorite agatha christie (laughs) mysteries
1: yeah i'd I'd imagine if the kenneth brano ones do decently well enough they'll probably get to that one eventually but that's kind of a the undertakings so. yes <laughs> i do I like it. me a good murder mystery though so
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i knew too much about the true crimes i never really got into those but i do love a good murder mystery especially agatha christie i didn't see the oriental express but i did see murder on the Nile, and it was fabulous oh um, good so that yes yeah,
2: so yeah, nice.
3: <laughs> it was good <laughs> it was good and I
4: just love knives out. I am waiting for that one. <laughs> oh, yes. It's so good. It's so good.
2: I am actually, really behind my movies. And all three of them. Mom
0: surprised me. She came home. I came home from work one day and she's like, yeah, I found this in the $5 bin. And I thought you might be interested in it. Of course, it's knives out. I have the digital copy. I'm like, oh, mom. She's like what is it bad i'm like no it's good we need to sit down and watch it i think yeah. you'd like it so it's just <laughs> yeah. like we need to find the time <laughs>
3: yeah. it was one of those uh one of those movies where so um i my husband is, is so amazing but he's one of those people you sit down and you watch a movie with and and he he's so fun cuz so you can watch him the movie with him two weeks later and he doesn't remember it <laughs> <laughs> We were watching the the ring, the Lord of the Ring new series now, and he loves Lord of the Rings. We're huge fans, and he's talking fans. I had him read all the books, and I've read the solarian and he's read it, and so, or he's tried to read it, and I've tried to explain it to him. But, but reading, like watching each episode, he's like, "What? Why does what?" <laughs> so re- watching knives out, we've had to watch it a couple of times, and I've had to explain, it, and, and same thing with Lord of the Ring. <laughs> I'm just letting him watch a couple ahead of me, and then I'll watch them and then I'll explain them all. (laughs) Have you ever
1: had a Lord of the Rings podcast? Let me know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we will definitely let you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm actually in the middle of listening to Fellowship uh, in in audio format. Because I what? I could not I tried to sit down and actually read the physical book and I just could not do it. I got through The Hobbit like nothing because that's written for kids. Right.
4: Yeah. Oh,
0: but, yeah. Who's yeah, the narrator? Uh, yeah, kind of oh,
4: I don't remember. Narrator?
1: It's what it's not name? Andy Serkis because oh, the wait time was just way too long for those. Unfortunately, um, it was I was going to be five million years old um, oh. before.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, uh, Rob inglis Oh, okay.
4: that
3: one is still Ooh, really one. Good. Yeah.
1: yeah, I have it, to He's it, a, a pretty good narrator. I would have preferred the Andy circus ones, but you know, I would. I was like, I'm not waiting five million years because everyone else wants to listen to Lord of the Rings narrated by Andy circus So.
3: <laughs> I have audible and so i i have both because you get like one credit and eventually yeah. one credit gets to be like what am i going to do with all these you know um so i have both but it doesn't matter who reads it don't similar? And just it doesn't matter <laughs> you just it's a lot so if you ever just want a summary there's um a place on i'll share the link with you guys it, it gives a perfect breakdown of it so nobody ever has to read it. and that's the guy the person that writes it that's their summary is like so nobody has to read it like I did here's a perfect breakdown of it <laughs> and it gives you all the, the characters and everything because it's such a history book and so much um you yeah, shouldn't well. have to read it. <laughs> but no the fellowship was um, as read and they all were mm-hmm. but I really do love how he writes uh so it wasn't but I read them a while back but I still love them so much it was just like part of my, my memory.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh. But if well, you like so- hilarious books, I highly recommend Terry Pratchett. All, all in, of all, like he's he's amazing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I would started so- the um the Long Earth while I was waiting <laughs> for fellowship. <laughs> uh and then the minute the my, the app from library was like hey fellowship's available i'm like sorry sir terry you're going on pause uh, <laughs> <laughs> i will go back uh, to the long earth once i finish fellowship and i'm on the wait list for the two towers so <laughs> i i'm slowly <laughs> dipping my foot into Discworld. i have started guards
0: guards guards and i am enjoying it
3: Discworld <laughs> is yes that's I cannot. I I love Just World. The witches in Just World are my favorite. Um, and <laughs> just wizards, the witches, the feminism in the whole series is just so. The Equal Rights book is amazing, like all around. Is so good. I love it.
1: <laughs> it's a good. It's a good series. yeah uh, Like ah, uh, it's on the list. The list. Way. All of us like when we started. It was like we had Doctor Who, and we had like the MCU of what we had at the time, which at Mm -hmm. that, you know, when we started, the MCU was five ish years old, five and a half, you know, five and a half years old. I think, like, Age of Ultron might have been our one of our yeah. first reviews. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, re- I, remember, I remember giving you all a review about the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and my review was only, like, ten minutes long. <laughs> because we weren't all, like, like, completely indoctrinated, although I think I was by that point. Um, and then we had, like, Star Wars. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: And we, they had, like, a few fringe fandoms, and now it's like we all just have like you know a sometimes literal sometimes figurative just list of Mm -hmm. things to Mm -hmm. watch things to read things to check out that just grows exponentially
2: yeah and of course as you
1: talk to it's as we do this and talk to more people who come from they different grow, places grow. and, and walks of life and different backgrounds, we get introduced to other things. It's like, yeah, just when I need more things to go on the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. And most of
0: the girls here always shoot me sideways. Looks like, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Basically I am the person with the trench coat opening up and saying, <sighs> here's Between the tandem you, you might be interested in.
1: Yeah, between you <laughs> working in education and then Chrissy working, literally being a librarian. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I love librarians. <laughs> and her husband's a librarian too. So it's very what? dangerous.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's also a public author.
1: Yes. Yes. And her husband's an <laughs> author. So it's just oh, it's dangerous this is it's very dangerous i i like i love having new friends and acquaintances but don't tell me the things you're excited about i don't have enough hours
4: (laughs) Um, we we really really need the
0: hermione granger time turner I am the worst. Like, for you, guys yes,
1: I spent six months binging the entire Dresden Files. Your points. Uh, yeah. Yep. Oh my god. And then I how quick the did you Files. get through Supernatural? Oh,
3: my I was don't even get me Started. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: I love.
3: Yeah, my husband is well. So my husband's just a music snob and I get a kindergarten teacher, and I'm just the one that gets through. It. But I do love this I didn't get through all of them though. <laughs> I do have, I can tell you all about the X-Files.
4: Yeah, same. <laughs> I can
3: do the X-Files, Bigfoot, Aliens. I have a whole, like, half sleeve of the Tiger's Guide to the Galaxy. And I can tell you a bunch of books, stuff like that. <laughs> nice. It's sure like it the obscure thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: I imagine this is probably what the conversations go like if you were to attend Geek Girl Coffee. This is
3: exactly what they go like.
1: With I'm the looking at the schedule on the website, and it's just like, you know, anime and meetup it, and then, yeah. you know, surviving the zombie apocalypse.
3: <laughs> exactly. And the cool thing is that our Twitch, starting in October, our Twitch channel is going to have some panels that didn't quite make it, they kind of make it on, so you get like a kind of intro into girl card and then mm-hmm. the girl So it's going to be really nice. awesome yeah and then you also get like like a bunch of video games on Saturdays and then you get the los Marcos and then you get some really other cool stuff and we have a bookish fan um one of the people coming on is a book club literary cosplay club so they dress up as the books that they read and it's really interesting I met them at um Ooh. and they're really cool <laughs> yeah I know they're
4: just so cool
3: and they're very very awesome
1: <laughs> that would be the last thing I need is something to combine two of. Oh, I know <laughs> it's I mean, bad enough, and then be. you start combining them together. Oh my goodness! I would
3: have so yeah. costumes. It would be ridiculous. I already have so many costumes because we got married in Halloween. Like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my wedding
4: dress. Is... Yeah, but oh <laughs> uh, we will definitely have to put
1: we, i mean we'll put links to to all the relevant things in our show notes so like your guys's twitch channel and then all the things that people can couldn't not find it so um but for anybody that's uh you know listening and like oh i could get to seattle in early november tell them about uh uh so, 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 yeah, really sell this year's event.
3: All right. So, Geek Girl Con is November fifth. It is free for five and under. And if you are in your three teens and teens, it is 15 bucks. If you're an adult, it is 30. And if it's for one day only, it goes from nine o'clock to eight to 9, nine p.m. I believe. No, eight p.m. I'm sorry, eight p.m. And it's $30. If you go to com. you will find find cgirlcon.com you will find passes and we hope to see you there and they you know it's math so please wear your mask We really want to respect everybody and we want everybody to be there Mm -hmm. and you can't see me but i'm just like giving you guys all airheads ah great i
4: get you
1: (laughs) yeah like if if i had stumbled across you guys two or three months sooner i definitely would have probably at least tried (laughs) to get myself out there for this year's event but just you know the timing just wasn't quite working out unfortunately but i would definitely keep eyes and ears open for you know let's all hope that this year's event is successful and there is another one next year and i will definitely want to mm-hmm. be uh aware of the date you know or dates mm-hmm. for for next year so oh, yeah. just in sure. case oh yeah we'll be back we'll be back and we're also on twitch every tuesday and
4: thursday uh 7
3: to 8 You guys Very can't awesome. get rid of, uh, yeah. I think we're three hours
1: behind Josh so. though. Yeah, at least me. Me and Brittany are yes. in the same time zone. And then Holly okay. is yeah. an hour behind. So she would be two hours difference. So mm-hmm.
4: yeah.
3: There you
1: go. <laughs> yeah. And if Chrissy was here, it'd only be an hour difference because she's two hours behind. It there you go, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but we t- if we were all here we would just we'd have all the time zones covered. Yep. yeah at least the continental ones.
4: Hmm. Great. Thank you. It's been so much fun talking with you all. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like and I said, night. we'll
1: we'll put links to things in the show notes so that people can find the information. And of course, you guys have quite the social media presence, so that is good as well. And so people have On questions. Yeah. Teams, right? yeah. They're easy yeah i was looking at your guys and the fact that you guys are like mostly volunteer run yet you seem to have a good number of people on your on your team making sure all that the everything uh all the cogs spin together correctly that's quite Im- quite impressive i don't think a lot of people realize just how many of these fan conventions are run on the backs of volunteers that not a lot of the people that make mm-hmm. these things come together are actual like paid employees that people are just doing this for the the joy and the
3: and the love I mean, and the, the love of it just by love and joy yeah. and just it blows my mind every day I mean right now we're getting together every Sunday for at least an hour to plan this con, and it it blows my mind how much planning is just going on and how much you, you know everyone just cares and it's just amazing and it gives me hope and it's awesome Mm-hmm. yeah it's a positive thing in the world this year. <laughs> it keeps you
1: going. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Well, folks can uh, find those links like I said, in our show notes, which you can find those if you go to our website which is the 5 fangirls.com and you can also connect with all of our social medias as well. So um, I'm sure we'll as we post this, we will tag all the geek girl stuff as well so uh, no one can say, I couldn't find the link! (laughs) If you can't find it, you're not on the internet. Check your connection.
4: Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh,
1: But uh, Jennifer, it's been a lot of fun. We will definitely need to have you back to talk Doctor Who or Tolkien or both or something else or all the above. <laughs> Thank you. It was
3: so much fun. Uh, anytime.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, with that, we shall sign off for this week.
3: Thank you all
1: so
2: much. It was a blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um. This is Brittany and saying goodnight.
0: This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening.
1: Every once in a while, we forget where we live. Uh, <laughs> this is Rachel. <laughs> In, in Indianapolis, Indiana. have a good one, everybody. You have been listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash 5 podcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official 5 Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveish We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at 5 at gmail.com. You could also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveish fangirls.